Hello, everybody. Welcome back into the world of cannabis. How are we doing today? I want to thank you all, first off, for joining us today in this episode. we got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, today, main focus is going to be a step-by-step tutorial on how to make a cannabis tincture. So as we all know, we've mentioned it in a prior episode, a tincture is only one specific administration method of cannabis consumption. Other ones are uh, edibles, vaping, smoking, uh, topical solutions, but tinctures they're nice because they're fast acting and they are very easy to use so all that's done with a tincture is drop right under the tongue within 15 minutes they absorb right into the bloodstream so you get a fast absorption and b you also maximize your absorption too because nothing's getting lost in your digestive tract you aren't exhaling anything that could be absorbed what you put in your mouth is what you're going to absorb into the bloodstream essentially there so that is a perk with the cannabis tincture and as we can find out you can do a little bit more than just drop it under your tongue you could put it in a uh on your food in a salad dressing in a dessert really anywhere you want any any edible uh edible food you could put the cannabis tincture in or on it so just a disclaimer before we really get to the the meat and potatoes of this episode this is an educational podcast so please check with your state laws uh applicable laws in your state, country, wherever you are uh, located to see if you're allowed to do any of this stuff. If not, then just take it as an informational uh, informational podcast because that's really what it's supposed to be. Strictly information, but please check with your state, local, uh, and federal guidelines before you before you move any farther in deciding to to make a canvas tincture but now with all the housekeeping stuff out of the way let's get to the main focus of this specific episode here so all of this stuff I'm going to talk about today is actually on the world of cannabis.org. So that's the world of cannabis all one word.org and I got a blog site up there so got a lot of uh I'll actually make a couple more episodes in the coming weeks days here of how to type episodes. So this is only the one of the how to's so how to make a cannabis tincture. There's also a couple other uh recipes or or techniques if you will on that site there. But today our main focus is how to make a cannabis tincture. So like I said, tinctures only one administration method and uh it's it's one of the most effective and versatile all around because you, where you go the tincture can go with you essentially there so dropped under the tongue a lot of mucous membranes in our mouth so very fast absorption and goes right into the bloodstream as well so today we will learn how to make a tincture using alcohol so tinctures since uh the cannabinoids the thc cbd uh and uh CBC, other cannabinoids in the cannabis plant are uh, not water-soluble in their pure form. They do need to be bound to either a fat, an alcohol, or a glycerin. Today, we're going to talk about the alcohol uh, the alcohol binding method there. So the materials needed for this specific cannabis tincture theoretically would be a mason jar. Size does not necessarily matter in this regard as long as the ground cannabis and alcohol mixture does not exceed three-fourths of the jar's capacity. And then, in addition to the mason jar, you need 14 grams for this recipe of coarsely ground decarboxylated cannabis. We'll go over how to decarboxylate it in a moment. So, 14 grams coarsely ground decarbed cannabis. Also, need three fluid ounces of grain alcohol. 
with the highest alcohol percentage you can just to uh, remove the cannabinoids from the plant material. But if you can't get your hands on grain alcohol, highest proof unflavored alcohol you can find will uh, will work best. So Bacardi 151 does work fine. You need a freezer. You need a cheesecloth or a couple rolls of cheesecloth. You need a rubber band. An opaque bottle with a dropper, so just like a kind of an eyedropper top type bottle that I'm sure most, if you don't know what a tincture bottles are usually in, it's usually in the eyedropper-ish type bottle, but it's an opaque bottle, so you can't see through it. It's it's darker to protect the cannabinoids, and then also in addition to the bottle with a dropper, you need, you'll need a glass bowl. So before we get started with any of this, like I mentioned, we need to decarboxylate the cannabis in the oven first. So decarboxylation will activate or quote end quote uh, prime the cannabis to make it bioavailable when it ingested. So decarboxylation requires heat to remove the acid from the THCA, CBDA, and CBD, CBCA among other cannabinoids. And what's left of this byproduct whenever the acid is removed. By the heat is THC, CBD, and CBC, respectively. So when the acid is actually attached to the cannabinoids, they are not bioavailable, and they won't provide any desired effect. So if you just go put uh, 14 grams of, of ground-up cannabis in the alcohol, it's not going to do anything. It needs to be, and I can't stress this enough, it needs to be decarboxylable. Be decarboxylated, excuse me, cannabis, so it is in its activated and uh, bioavailable form there. So that's a key thing to not want to forget in this recipe here. So we manually decarboxylate cannabis actually whenever we smoke it, with the heat source being the lighter, removing the acidic molecules. But today, we're going to learn how to do it in an oven first. So follow these steps to decarboxylate cannabis. So the one... All you got to do while you're getting your material ready, uh, ground up, all that good stuff, weighing it out, just preheat your oven to 220 de degrees Fahrenheit. And then once preheated, spread the finely ground cannabis, so the 14 grams that you ground up, uh, evenly across a baking tray lined with parchment paper just for, uh, for honestly, ease of ease of combining it back together after you after you decarboxylate you obviously don't want to lose any of your plant material there in the oven or anything like that so line it across parchment paper in the oven make sure the cannabis is spread out because the more surface area the flower has this is also a key why you actually grind it up the more surface area the flower has the greater chance or the more THC, CBD, C, all that, the acid will be, get removed. So you want as much surface area so as many acidic molecules can get removed from the, uh, from the THC, A, CBD, A, and so on and so forth. And then step three of the decarboxylation process will be uh, just let the cannabis decarboxylate in the oven for 30 minutes. Don't get excited. Don't try to open the oven. That'll, that'll mess with the heat source. So just leave the oven shut. Set a timer for 30 minutes. Set it and forget it. But don't uh, don't forget to set that timer. And then uh, come back 30 minutes. Take the tray out and let the freshly uh, decarboxylated cannabis cool down for around yeah, 15 minutes or so. A uh, little tip to make to know that you're cannabis is decarboxylated it should be a uh, a dry and kind of golden brown color the cannabis will be as well too and then that's it now your cannabis is activated ready to uh infuse into any ingestible but today our ingestible focus is going to be a cannabis tincture so here we are back to the tincture got honestly the tough part out of the way with the decarboxylated uh deep deep 
excuse me, tongue twister, decarboxylating the cannabis. Try saying that five times fast. Decarboxylating cannabis, decarboxylating cannabis, decarboxylating cannabis, decarboxylating cannabis. I can't do the fifth. But step one of the cannabis tincture, place decarboxylated cannabis and grain alcohol into a mason jar and then close the lid tightly. After that, shake vigorously for five minutes, making sure the lid is on tight. Obviously, that's... That's what what not to do when making cannabis tincture is uh is not unscrewing the or not screwing the lid on tightly because it's just gonna be a, a mess a headache and you're gonna you're gonna kick yourself in the ass to be honest be like ah oh, I just wasted so much time energy effort and and 14 grams of cannabis too nice nice but just make sure that lid is on tight you uh you, you double check triple check. Just make sure that's on tight is all I'm trying to say. So shake vigorously for five minutes and then uh, just keep that mason jar in the freezer for two weeks and just shake it intensely for five minutes twice a day. So whenever you get up for your coffee, shake it for five to ten minutes and then before bed, uh, shake that, that mason jar for another five to ten minutes, put it back in the freezer and then... Uh, after the two weeks, take the mason jar filled with the liquid mixture out of the freezer. And then uh, this is actually when we'll need the cheesecloth and the rubber band here for the next step. So after we take it out of the freezer, after the two weeks, take the lid off of the mason jar and uh, lay around two layers of cheesecloth around the opening of the jar. And then after that, you could either screw the top part of the uh, of the mason jar back on, like leaving the opening little... Uh, little like slider removed from it or an easy way is just uh fasten the cheesecloth to the mouth of the jar with the rubber band so as long as it's the cheesecloth is flushly uh, connected to the top of the mason jar the mouth of the mason jar and secured you'll be good to go here then after that, just turn the mason jar upside down over your glass bowl. So this is when we'll need the glass bowl. So just turn the mason jar upside down and drain the uh, drain the alcohol-infused uh, mixture into the glass bowl and let the liquid strain into the bowl. And then take the rubber band off. This is where you got to be careful this part. Take the rubber band off off while keeping the ground canvas wrapped in the cheesecloth so make sure it's wrapped in the cheesecloth there you don't want any of your plant material getting into your uh, canvas tincture here that it doesn't harm the end result but it just makes it not as uh flavorful kind of adds just some it's just not nice. You want a clean clear mixture really put it that way and then you want to squeeze whenever the the rest of the plant materials in the cheesecloth there as you removed it from the mason jar. Squeeze as much liquid as you can from that cheesecloth filled uh, filled with the ground cannabis. And just P.S. There is a lot more liquid than you would think in there. So squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And when you're done squeezing, just squeeze some more to get all that cannabis-infused alcohol drained from the, from the plant material because that's what's providing all the effects essentially there that's where that good stuff is whenever you're really squeeze, squeezing out that ball that cheesecloth ball is when you're getting the uh the, the desired desired result essentially there so you don't want to waste any of that put it that way and what like i said be careful none of the cannabis ground cannabis falls into the bowl of the liquid and after that we're pretty much ready to rock and roll here. So just fill your opaque bottle with a freshly made uh, tincture. Any bottle will really do, to be honest with you. But uh, light will start to degrade the cannabinoids if the bottle is clear. So a darker opaque bottle works best. Dark green, dark blue, 
I know they even make some dark brown ones too. They're like a, a couple bucks. You could get a six pack, I think, for under under five to ten bucks. So not too expensive there. So there's a couple different ways you could uh, dump your tincture mixture from the glass bowl into your uh, tincture bottle. So easy way is to uh, just use a funnel and then dump the glass bowl over the funnel so it funnels into the uh, the opaque bottle there. Just make sure you don't overfill it there because it probably will uh, the volume will be more than the volume that the uh, tincture bottle can can hold and then another way if you don't have a funnel laying around anything like that you could actually use the tincture dropper and just drop uh, suction up uh, into the dropper one by one it's a longer process and more difficult process this way but anyway you could get the uh, tincture mixture from the glass pool into the peg bottle is uh will be effective but a funnel does work it's the it's the simplest easiest option put it that way and then after that we're ready to rock and roll, so just find step eight is find what dosage works best for you. Always start small and move up incrementally until the desired effects are produced. So start with a couple drops, to be honest with you. If you are in a legal state, start with a couple drops under your tongue. Wait. It should be effect should be uh, all the way in your system within 15, 20, but give it a good 30, 45, and then take another couple drops if, if you need, wait 40 minutes or so, take another drops, and so on and so forth, until you kind of hone in on your sweet spot, if you will, so for one person, everybody is a little bit different, for different, excuse me, for one person, might need a half of a dropper, for the next person, might need a quarter dropper, and the next person might only need one to two drops. So play around, find what uh, dosage works best for you. So like I said, you actually can, if you don't want to drop it right under your tongue, or it is going to burn on your tongue a little bit since it is alcohol-based, but you could uh, kind of put some cinnamon oil in it if you'd like to make it taste a little bit better, or really uh, easy option too is just put it in some salad dressing, uh, put it in peanut butter, put it on food, put it really wherever you want if you want to kind of make an edible out of it. Now if you do it like that, it is going to take a little bit longer to digest. So instead of the 15-20 minutes from the sublingual glands in your mouth, if you put it in food, it will take maybe 30 minutes to an hour and a half to digest. So just keep that in mind whenever you're making your decision of if you want to drop it under your tongue or if it wants to be, if you want to infuse it into a, into food that way. And then step nine, best part of the whole procedure here, enjoy. So enjoy your cannabis tincture. They're always indulge responsibly. Uh, if it, you're doing it for medicinal purposes, you're a little more experienced. So, uh, you know what dosage works best for you. And if you're doing it recreationally in your legal state, just, just don't be an idiot about it. Listen to your body. Do it responsibly. Don't abuse anything. This is a beautiful plant. It's not meant to be abused. Uh, you could use the plant, but don't let it use you type of thing there. So just stay in control, and uh, the plant will will guide you, and your body will guide you as well, too. So there we have it, folks. This is a, it's how to make your own alcohol-based cannabis tincture at home. So pretty simple, and it's effective, too. So, I mean, just store this cannabis tincture in a cool dark place for optimal shelf life so refrigerator works well a freezer will work uh, just any dark cooler place just to protect the cannabinoids so that's an alcohol uh yeah, cannabis tincture there, alcohol-infused cannabis tincture so really simple really effective and honestly even if uh cannabis isn't legal in your state uh hemp 
is legal in all 50 states, so a little method or a little kind of life hack, if you will, if you want to make a CBD tincture, you could get a CBD flower off of any site, pretty much online, CBD flower, uh, it has below the 0.3% THC, so it's legal to ship across all 50 states, I believe. Uh, and get it shipped to your house, get the 14 grams, and you could do the same exact, uh, whatever, nine steps, You'd same decarboxylation products, or pro process, same nine steps, same everything, and you could have a, uh, a CBD tincture if you, if you follow those steps accordingly. So, whether you're in a recreational or medicinal legalized cannabis state, or just in a state that's completely regulated and, uh, hasn't loosened the laws yet, you still will be have an option for that CBD tincture from the CBD flower as well too. So whether it's the cannabis infused or the CBD flower hemp infused, either way, it's going to provide this, it's going to be the same exact process all the way through, except with the one method, you'll have a CBD tincture with the other one. You'll have a, uh, in it, the addition of THC in your tincture as well, if you are in a legal state. But uh, that really wraps it up today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this informational episode here. Hope you enjoy. If you are in a uh, in a state where you could partake in these activities, give me give me some feedback. Let me know how you like this recipe, how you like the effects. If you want to make it a little stronger of a dosage, just uh, uh, reduce the grain alcohol size or increase the the ground cannabis size but i always say reduce the volume just so you have a better uh just so the you, you know what's constant the the cannabis or the dry herb will be the constant in this if you want to make it stronger just reduce your grain alcohol you infuse the cannabis with but other than that guys uh like i said this all this recipe is Pretty much, it walks through everything we talked about today on the worldofcannabis.org on the blog tab. So if you forget or didn't want to listen to this episode while you're making the tincture, just go to the site there and uh, it'll walk you through it. But check out the site. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the world of cannabis. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I hope hope you learned a lot today and in all of these episodes. Couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, you guys make the world of cannabis turn spin keep spinning put it that way so thanks again uh check us out download on spotify or any streaming platform that you uh listen to the podcast share it get this message out to the world and uh we'll see you back here next time guys until then enjoy the world of cannabis